Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Angel Face Magic Hour podcast. I am your host, Grace Lannon. I'm a psychic medium and an energy healer. Let's get metaphysical. <laughs> so playing around with a little tagline right there. So we'll see. If, we'll see if we like it. Um, it's always I feel like I always don't know how to start the podcast. And I'm like, should I just say the same thing I say every time? Do we switch it up? What what do we do? So <laughs> we're going to play around with it. So welcome. You're listening to the Angel Face Magic Hour. I'm Grace. Hello. Hello. Today we're in for another solo episode. And before we get started, I want to just give you guys some heads up. What's going on at Angel Face HQ? What do we got going on? And kind of some updates that are going on for me. So I mentioned this last week on the podcast, I am moving. So I am in the mists of that. I just scheduled a moving date um, for about mid-month. So I have a few weeks to pack up all my belongings and I'm having movers come and help me and my sibling move the furniture and everything. Um, but I started moving stuff over to my new place. So that's exciting. But it always brings up a lot going through like stuff. Like, do I need this? What is this? Do I care about this? Am I going to actually wear these clothes? Like all those thoughts and feelings. And I know we talked about that before. I forget where, but a couple episodes back about letting go of stuff, donating things to Goodwill or whatnot, shelters and whatnot. Um, so I'm starting to think about that. I have some furniture that I'm getting rid of. So it feels really good, but also just a lot of work. But, um, you know, honestly, I've been wanting to move for a really long time. I've been talking about it for a really long time. Um, and so I'm moving not that far. I'm just moving to the town over to Sebastopol. Um, and that's where my parents live. So... It's a beautiful little town. I know for me personally, I want to plan like a bigger move. I want to move out of California. I don't know when, maybe not even California, but just this area. Um, I don't know when, like in the next few years. And I've been saying that for like four years now. So I know that will eventually happen. But this is kind of like the interim. I'm moving to Sebastopol. I'm really going to vibe with it. I'm going to enjoy it and just be at peace where I am now. But I know in the future, a bigger move is coming. I've just been really hesitant because I don't know where I want to be. I deal like my plan was in 2020 to travel, go visit friends. Like I have some of my best friends are in New York and Philly. One of my other best friends moved to Pittsburgh. Um, I grew up in Massachusetts, so I just would love to see like um, my grandma and, and stuff like that. And my other grandma in Connecticut. So that would be awesome. And my plan was like, okay, I'm going to do that. Like take two months and um, explore. And then obviously we know what happened with the pandemic and we're still in the midst of it. There's a 
like a whole new ominous strain out there. I try not to stress too hard. Um, you know, be mindful people, but everything is always less scary than we think it is sometimes of what we read on the news. Pay attention to people in your life that you know that are connected to the hospital who work or nurses ask those are the people you should be talking to nurses and doctors we don't need to more uh, <laughs> i don't want to get into a whole huge conversation here <laughs> about this but pay talk to your friends who are doctors who are um healers who are actually involved in the industry of health um and get like guidance from them let them like don't let the media make you fear something more than you need to but also don't ignore everything the news says because you think it's lies um we have to be balanced in our approach to the way that we view the world if we ignore everything and we say oh that's just bullshit that's just bullshit then we're you know suppressing and bypassing certain things if we also believe everything we see we are doing the same thing so we have to be able to you know vet vet your sources do your research but so many people say that and they're talking about a freaking Facebook comment. That's their research. Oh, someone's commented on Facebook. Okay. That's not <laughs> a valid source. I don't know where you guys um like learn <laughs> learn your research skills, but it's time to get back in session and like you know you have to cross 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 reference and please talk to people who are actually educated someone who knows how viruses work bodies work health works that's the person that you want to talk to way more than um i don't know Anderson Cooper or whatever. I don't I don't know the names of all these. <laughs> He's like the only newscaster I know. Um or like that blonde lady. But I feel like she got fired. I don't know. I don't I I, don't, <laughs> I can't keep up. Um but anyway, so there is these these new things coming to the surface. So just be mindful, be like just be mindful. Be mindful. I'm just going to say that one more time. But anyway, as I was saying, I am moving. And the whole panoramic really pushed that back my plans for like what I wanted to do and how I wanted to explore. But, you know, that's life. And there's so many lessons in blessings and lessons and blessings that I have received from this time even though it has been terrifying and sad and scary there's so much I have learned um and grown from and I know everyone has their own stuff that has come up in the last two years I think for me like I've always been kind of a um internal person examining my feelings taking time to myself like you know and then 
it started with personal development and then got into more like magic stuff and then spirituality so I've always been the type of person to sit with their thoughts but I know like most of America and probably the whole world but I'm I'm an American so from an American perspective (laughs) most of America doesn't have thoughts (laughs) Or not, not that they don't have thoughts. They don't sit with them, their thoughts. Some of them don't have thoughts. Um, Freudian slip, I guess. But um, most Americans don't know how to sit with their thoughts or have large emotions or have support um, in being able to understand their emotions or feel their emotions. So a lot of people push down stuff and cope with it in their own way so you know a lot of people use alcohol or drugs to do that or maybe it is the news like endless scrolling on twitter and getting your adrenaline up from all the stress and the fear of the headlines or maybe it's um sex whatever people use to kind of ignore their thoughts and feelings so i think these almost two years now of being kind of like a little bit internal, a little bit pushed away, especially in the first like year to six months um, from other people, I think was very valuable, even though it came about in a tragic way for people to go inside and like, I mean, literally, but go inside their minds to explore all the bullshit they've been ignoring for years and years so I think a lot of stuff has come to the surface so um I know I'm seeing stuff on TikTok about people are calling it um pandemic brain where there's some doctors and some studies I don't know enough about it to give you guys the details so research but um some doctors are talking about the concept of pandemic brain where a lot of people have more brain fog than they usually do depression is up it's really affecting our mental brain um i mean our mental health and our brain function cognitive function see like there we go there's the pandemic brain um But it is something that is affecting us all and will continue to probably for years, which is pretty scary. So um, I know a lot of people are getting into a cycle of fear again because of this. Oh, I don't even know how to say it. The Omicron Omicron, um, on the news. I know a lot of people are getting sucked into that fear again. And I just want people to come to approach all things in their life from a stance of neutrality, which is the most difficult thing. Um, And I don't expect that to be easy and I don't expect that to be possible um, for myself or for others all the time. But if we can get grounded, get centered in ourselves before we start looking at the news or having these conversations about whether it's the virus or climate change or um, all the stuff going on with uh, whatever her name is, Ghislaine Maxwell stuff, um, 
or, you know, the horrible racist um, issues in our country, the, the abortion stuff going on. There's so many things to be um, freaking out about, but I want us to approach it from a place of um, neutrality because if we approach it from a place of like frantic fear, it's just going to be more difficult for us to be able to um, do anything about it. And I think sometimes that's what the news likes um, is to create that fear for us so that we don't actually take action on anything. So I know like there was all that stuff with the Kyle Rittenhouse trial there's so many things to be upset about, rightfully so. But when we get so upset, then we just break down and we can't take action. So we need to like ground our feet into the earth in order for us to take any action on um, you know, making change in this country, whether that is to our policies or to our personal outlook and behaviors um a lot of stuff has been like we're going on a rant right now but being been pushed into our uh psyche that is not necessarily our own beliefs so we can take action we can help implement new policies we can protest we can write letters we can people can uh you know, campaign. There's so many things that we can do. But the first thing we need to do is to approach it from a grounded stance. The second thing we need to do is start to dismantle those things within us. So racism, sexism, homophobia, fear, um, like any kind of like, uh, skepticism or distrust of people that are different from you all that stuff needs to be broken the fuck down in order for you to open up your heart so that you can start making change in not only your life and the reality of um but the reality of the rest of our country and the world so it all begins with us and this is the spiritual approach i think to anything is that we want to make changes to our energy, make changes to our energetic field, and that reverberates out. So we can look at that, um, you know, in the new age where, where a lot of it is for our personal benefit of like, oh, I want the best life and I want to manifest a cool house and like I want to find love and all those things are awesome and I we need to value our um personal accomplishments and um it's your life so focusing on yourself is not a bad thing but I also want us to just say that when we um look at spirituality or like new age concepts a lot of times they are uh, applied to things like manifesting money or career or love or whatever my twin flame um but we can approach that we can take that same approach of dismantling in order and shifting our energy field and everything um to like the outside reality into the toxic belief systems into the social 
societal constructed um, falsities. We can apply it to all those things. So get to work. <laughs> Let's fucking do this. Um, and I also just want to say pay attention to these things. Um, I said, you know, don't come from a place of fear, but we need to also pay attention. So it's both. It's becoming grounded, becoming centered, becoming so strong in yourself that um, when you do approach these topics um, that are painful, that you are able to not be so clouded by your own personal judgments and stories and histories and thoughts and traumas that you can't take action. So we said this like five times. So I hope you get the message. (laughs) Um, Yeah, paying attention to the Ghislaine Maxwell stuff, I think is bringing up a lot for people. Um, We can definitely talk more about this. I would love to talk more about this. I don't know how long this trial is going to be. So when things are kind of concluded, because right now it's a lot of uh, just hearsay and memes and whatever. Um, But there is information that's being reported from news sites um and i think um just a little tidbit i would look into things from places other than america like their reportings um because sometimes things can get censured if you know what i mean um but i just want us to all just take a just a moment to like acknowledge the pain of all the people that were connected to the trauma of all this stuff going on with the Ghislaine, Ghislaine, I don't know how to say her name, (laughs) Epstein stuff. Um, And I know like for myself personally, I know that myself and everyone else I know who is a female got a lot of attention from men from the age of being like 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, got a lot more cat calls, got a lot more situations. I know a lot of people who had older boyfriends. Um, This is a thing. This is a big thing, not only with Hollywood or politicians or all these other people involved. This is happening in your high schools. This is happening in the punk scene the rock scene the art scene like um this is happening in all sorts of different communities um so just know that one you're not alone if you've had a experience where you feel like you're taken advantage of or um hopefully not but even abused this is a thing that's very prevalent in our country and so I just want to take a moment to send our love out to you know all the victims in these situations and know that now myself as a 31 year old I don't nearly get as much attention from men um like on the street or you know whatever it's a very much a youth game and we know this um from like I mean even our queen Britney Spears like she was a sexual symbol at 16 years old 
Christina Aguilera, same thing. Even people younger than that, um, where we have like the child beauty pageants. It's bizarre. It's a weird thing. (laughs) It's not normal. Um, And we normalize it so much that we haven't even noticed that it's a problem in a lot of uh, communities. So I just want us to all think about that. But yeah. Anyways, (laughs) I did not plan on talking about that, but it's important, I guess. So um, anyway... What do we have going on right now as far as some events coming up? I have two events coming up in December, and I'm very excited about them. Our first, um, the first one, I'm having another group healing event. This is on December 19th over on Zoom. This is a free event, and this is our third one. I'm hoping to host one every month, so we'll see how it goes. The last one, I had a bunch of people sign up, so that was really awesome. And I got to answer some questions, and that was awesome too. So if you want to sign up, I'll put the link in the show notes. I also have another class coming up on the 27th. That is Journey to the Akashic Records Meditation Regression Class. Um, I've done these before. Um, This is really awesome. It's kind of like what I do in my one-on-one sessions with my celestial journey, but you're able to experience it in a group and also um, play around with it um, and have that experience um, with the Akashic Records personally one-on-one. So allow yourself to remember, to explore So in this class, we go into, sometimes we go into past lives, sometimes we go into other um, memories or planets. Everyone is individual and unique. So this one, the theme, I haven't announced yet, Um, but we're going to be journeying into the Akashic Records. So what that means is it's kind of like a guided visualization. I walk you through it and then we do some energy healing. So it's basically like a personal um, experience within a group. So everyone, I'll be walking you through it, but everyone's having their own individual like connection. We're connecting into our personal records. So when we connect into our personal records, it's different than if we're connecting to like um, a group a group record or like a record a memory of like a specific thing like we could all go for example we could all go into like the akashic records of um the library of alexandria which is something i really want to do and i haven't done yet um so maybe i'll do a class around that that would be really fun but we could all go in there and receive information We might not all get the same information, but we're all going to a place. With the personal, with this class, it's going into your personal record. So everyone's going into their own energy field and having their own inner experiences. So this class is two hours. I think it's $33. um, And I'll put a link in the show notes to sign up. I believe there's like 18 or 20 spots available I will be recording the class. Um, If you can't attend live, 
and yeah I love that class it's one of my favorites so I'm hoping to um do that you know monthly it's I think this is like the third or fourth time I've taught this class so I'm very excited in January I'm going to be doing some group Reiki trainings so stay tuned for that I will be updating my website with the workshops pretty soon so I think that's going to be about mid-January I'm going to do a Reiki one and two class and then I'm also going to be teaching a Reiki master class in February so if you want to do Reiki training with me at any point you can always um, send like a request form out to me on my website um, or an email just in general and um, I teach private one-on-one classes so those can be set up at any point but I will be teaching some group classes and the group classes are really fun because you get to meet other people in the class. They ask questions. You also get to have that connection. So maybe those are people you could practice with outside of class and just have people to connect with. Um, if you want to do Reiki 2 um, or Reiki Master, and you haven't studied Reiki 1 with me, that's totally fine. I just need like a, just basically a picture of your certification to know that you are trained. And then usually I do like a 15 minute consultation call with you just to go over what you learned in Reiki 1 and just make sure there's no like missing pieces or anything that I teach that maybe your teacher didn't teach that can kind of get you um, ready and prepared for uh, either Reiki 2 or Reiki Master. So that's very exciting. I also want to announce um, that I will be opening the cart for Spirit School in January. Um, with the move, the dates got pushed back. I thought I was going to be doing it this month, but it won't be till next month. So stay tuned for that. Um, I'll keep you all updated if you're not on my mailing list. You can sign up on my website, like I said. The other thing is I still have my sale going on. So if you hear this today, the sale ends, I believe, tomorrow on the 4th. So last time, last minute to sign up. Um, I'll put the code in the show notes. And I also um, sent this out to my um, mailing list. Two things, three things, actually. <laughs> three more quick things. Um, I sent this out to my mailing list, but I do offer, in case you didn't know, I do offer packages for Reiki. So if you've been wanting to do energy healing with me and you feel like you could benefit from multiple sessions or if you're looking for a lot of um, like a consistent help, I do offer packages of 8 or 12 and those can be set up to meet with me weekly or um, every other week to do Reiki. So that's an option. I also have my coaching packages if you didn't know about that. There's more information about that on my website. I got to put more details on the website though because um, there's more to say. But if you're interested in coaching or packages at any of anything just uh, reach out and I'll give you all the details. We can set up a consultation to talk about what you're looking for. Um, Reiki is really beneficial to do on a regular basis. So with the packages, basically you just get a little bit of a discount so you can um, 
you know, keep those savings. The other thing, so two more things. <laughs> um, I am inspired to begin a monthly Q&A on my YouTube page. So I have a YouTube page. It's barely a page. I have like 30 followers or 30 subscribers, I think. Uh, maybe even less. So subscribe to my YouTube. I have, I am working on uh, uploading all of my meditations onto there that are on my Instagram. So YouTube people can find those. Um, and I'm about halfway done. So I will be doing that, but I want to start putting videos on there, just more informational. Um, I have a lot to say around the topic of ETs, and I think YouTube would be a really good place for that because there's a lot of information I disagree with on there. Um, So we'll see how that goes. (laughs) But um, So I'm going to be doing some informational videos, but I'm also going to be doing these Q&A calls. So that is going to be starting in January. It's going to be live on YouTube, which I've never done a YouTube live. But um, the idea is that people will be able to ask me questions and I can answer them on live. So I'll be sharing the details um, towards the end of the month. But again, if you have questions you would like me to answer, I'm going to be doing those on YouTube. I also would love to do a Q&A podcast. Um, so... If you have any questions about any topics or just things that you want me to cover or talk about on the podcast or on my new YouTube Q&A thing I'm going to try out, um, let me know, let me know, let me know, please. Email me grace at gracelana.com. Final thing. I know that's a lot of updates. Final thing. Um, I'm doing a meditation challenge right now. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, maybe you missed it. Or if you follow me, maybe you missed it because Instagram um, algorithm is bizarre. So uh, my Instagram, angelface.grace, I'm doing a meditation challenge for the month of December. This is my biggest challenge I've ever done. Um, And... Basically what's happening is we're going live for 30 minutes each day to do a meditation practice together. The theme is inner sanctum. So the theme is all centered around like building up your energetic boundaries, having that inner peace. And like we were talking about with um, the news and all the chaos going on, like being able to create that centered bounce feeling so that when you go and approach the reality around you you don't feel so terrified or so overwhelmed and this can be applied to also just the general stress of the Christmas Hanukkah season you can apply to the general stress of New Year's and um, whatever you else you got going on for yourself being able to create that feeling of peace of stillness of grounding within your body so that you feel like you are able to take on whatever comes your way. So we've done two meditations so far. Absolutely love them. The first one especially was really beautiful for me. Um, Each mutation, each meditation will be um, unique and different. 
So join me live. Um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, I will be uploading them all to YouTube as well. So find it, check it out. Um, let me know your experiences if you guys don't join live and you're re-watching. The idea is that I want us to spend at least 30 minutes a day in this vibration of love, unconditional love. And the more that we do that, the more that everyone else does that, the more that we can shift the reality around us, which we need ever so much. So I love you, love you, love you guys. Hope to see you in some of my workshops. I hope to see 10,000 emails. Well, not 10,000, that'd be too much for me to answer, but 10 emails with questions for a Q&A. So putting that out there, amazing questions that I can answer for you to help you and assist you. And yes, so we'll get into our main topic of conversation. Before we do that, we'll get a word from our sponsor and I'll see you in a second. All right, y'all. So last week on the podcast, we had a little assignment for you, a little homework assignment. So in case you missed it, the assignment was to create a gratitude list, to take some time to really think about what am I grateful for, big or small, just to give yourself some time to really reflect and to think about the things in your life and how they show up for you or how you show up for them and the second assignment was to create a list of 17 things that you would like to see in your life in the next year so we reflect upon what we are grateful for and show our appreciation before we move into um creating this list of kind of desires wants um how you would like to see things shift or change. Sometimes when we create these gratitude lists, it can help us see what would what would be different, what would be better for us, what would we like more if we had a choice. Um, and then sometimes it can also just remind us of how amazing things can be just every day. Even if we feel like our life is not in the place where we want it to be, we want to still acknowledge um, where we are now and how um, the things in our life can be beautiful even if we feel like we still are striving for more. I think sometimes it's really easy to get caught up on, I think we talked about this before, but like goal chasing, like always trying to be better and better and better and better and better. And that leaves you kind of dry, leaves you kind of feeling endless um, dissatisfaction where you don't get to enjoy your accomplishments. It's kind of like, okay, well, I finished this whole thing and then you're when you're done with it, you expect to be so joyful and you don't really feel much. And you're like, eh, okay, done with that. Like, why was I so worried about that thing and concentrating only on that thing? And then once it happened, 
um, you're just over it. Like you don't take time to celebrate or acknowledge. So creating these lists can be helpful. Um, I think another thing that you could do is yeah, creating more of a celebration focused list also like to think of all the things that you have done recently that you're proud of yourself for that maybe you didn't take the time to celebrate or acknowledge we can get stuck in this endless loop of production and I think some of that comes from you know our academic system we are in school for 18 years and then a lot of people go to college, that's four more years, and then grad school, et cetera, et cetera. And we're just in this production train where we don't take time again to acknowledge or celebrate our accomplishments. And then I think also with the prevalence of social media and Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and whatever, it's on to the next thing. It's it's like um everything has almost like a shelf life of a, of a second. I think sometimes that's why I like the idea of podcasts is because I can put it up there and it lasts forever long the internet <laughs> allows. Like people can go back to it and it's long form so it really gives you that time to share your thoughts and feelings um, extended rather than it's just this one little blip in time and but for about 30 seconds you're getting that praise or that acknowledgement and then it's on to the next thing we create this like uh dopamine addiction with praise and a lot of times we're not receiving it in the way that would be healthy it's more just like we want other people to care about us but they don't actually care about us um for more than a, for more than five minutes so that can cause a lot of like disconnection but also a lot of feeling not good enough not feeling worthy I know I experienced this and I know this is a big thing I'm sure with the younger generation like I'm 31 so I my generation's really like the last one there was where we had some small part of our childhood where we weren't obsessed with social media or social media wasn't even a thing. Um, but pretty much since 13, 14, we've been in this cycle of producing, producing, producing for other people, um, and I think the important part for us to think about is that it's okay to slow down, like we talked about last week, um, and to do things differently than other people. And that's why I wanted us to create, that's one of the reasons I wanted us to create these gratitude lists is so we can take a little bit of time to slow down and observe our life from more than just the lens of what picture can I post on Instagram today or what can I finish to feel like I have produced something today whether that is for your job whether that is in your um, creative life I know myself as I describe myself I guess as an artist 
I think that becomes a whole nother bag of worms where we are producing, producing, producing. And if it becomes an income, then then it becomes um, almost pressure filled. And that can be really difficult. So whether that's for your creative life or for your job or for school or the internet, I want us to think about our life and our thoughts, our feelings, the way we observe things outside of just the framework of doing it for someone else's eyes or someone else's consumption. So I, I you know, I, of course I am reading this list out loud to you, but um, I want you to do this for yourself. And, you know, I'm sharing this to help you and remind you that you can be in that uh, energy of gratitude, even if it is um, somewhat difficult to slow down, it can be very rewarding. So I want to encourage you all if you haven't already created your list to do so and then next week we're going to be talking about that second list more and about um creating like a dream visualization like a I guess what we would call it manifesting bringing some of those things that you're going to put on the second list into life how can we take um divine action to move forward on our intentions so let's share our list now okay so i'm going to share with you my list and i'm doing this again to remind you of the assignment but to also show you what a lit what your list could look like so i think sometimes when we think about gratitude we think about like obligation like that obligatory feeling like oh I'm grateful for um water so I can be alive like that's amazing yes but I also want you to think about the the feeling of joy when you're thinking about this gratitude, like what makes you feel so happy and you're just in that feeling of awe, of astonishment, like just to be in that joy of being alive. So when you're creating your list, don't feel guilty for putting something on the list and not putting another thing on the list. This is all about just like stream of consciousness, like don't put pressure on yourself. This is just one list. You can always make another list. So, and I, and I want to share that too, because that's how I started feeling when I made this list. I was like, and you'll probably kind of see that in reflection in the, in the list itself, because, um, there's all sorts of weird stuff on there. But I think the first part of feeling like pressure, like, how do I start this list? So if you're feeling that way, just take a breath and remember, this is just for yourself 
don't worry about it doesn't have to be perfect like we were saying it's not for everyone to see it's not for you to hand in it's not for you to post it's for you to just be in your own um, mind and have reflection time so for me number one I'm grateful for my body so obvious it's an obvious one of course if I didn't have a body I wouldn't be human I wouldn't exist I wouldn't be alive of course but I also am grateful for my body to be healthy I think there are things I'm doing to take better care of myself every day Um, right now I'm doing this like parasite cleanse thing but um, I think when I reflect upon where my life has shifted, I think my body has shifted a lot. Like I still have a lot of stuff I'm dealing with personally, but I had a lot of physical pain for years and years and years. I had a lot of, um, mysterious illness type of things for a long time. So to see a vast majority of that healing, it's amazing. I have pain that comes up time to time and um, I'm open to it just magically, miraculously um, being gone forever. But oftentimes that's not the reality of life. Things often reoccur um, and come up again and again. And of course, there's spiritual ways to look at that. But in our physical form, just being grateful for my body, even like right now it feels good and I want to still be grateful for it if it doesn't feel good in the future. And um, I'm noticing a lot with this parasite cleanse. So I'll have to share more about that when I'm done with it. Um, And it's very, it's been interesting for sure. But I think there are a lot of things that we take for granted, especially when we feel good. And this can be mentally and emotionally too. Like when we're feeling sad, um, we often feel like it's endless. It's forever. I'm never going to feel good again. I don't know what it means to laugh. I don't know what it means to smile. Like who is happiness? I don't know her. But then when you're in that joy again, you hardly remember those feelings. So it's easy to, you know, be grateful when you feel good. But I want you to be reminded to also be grateful for our bodies when we don't feel good too. So number two on my list is also part of my body. It is my heart. And I am grateful for my heart, of course, physically with the blood that pumps through my body. But I'm also very grateful for my heart for being able to be open to people and situations and being able to be compassionate and hold space for my clients and myself in this, you know, endless healing experience called life. And for me, I think... There's still lots of healing that I want to take place in my heart. Like I'm oh, I wanting to expand and be more open and to let my guard down and heal some 
um, pain and blocks from the past and wounds. But I'm grateful for where I am and how far I have come and how more much more open I am um, in my life than I was when I was younger and just being so scared to express myself and to feel emotions. Um, I'm very grateful for my heart to help me like process and to help support me as I support others in just sharing that universal love and compassion, unconditional love connection. So that's number two. Number three is my anxiety. I am grateful for my anxiety. Even though it sucks when I'm in the experience, I'm grateful for it for showing me things and telling me things and helping me understand myself more and for giving me awareness of where my blocks are or my biases or my fears so that I can see where I need to continue to heal. Um, I am completely in a different state of existence from who I used to be at in terms of anxiety. Like I had such severe anxiety. I didn't want to do anything. I would stay in my house and I would not want to drive like ever. Um, driving was terrifying. It still is sometimes, but it's for the most part, not, not really, but, um, except for bridges, I'm still scared of bridges. So there's some anxiety there, but it's crazy to see the shift in how much less anxiety I have. Um, and I really take credit to Reiki for that. And just my psychic awareness and being able to develop that has helped me, um, like changed my entire life but especially in terms of anxiety and also just not doing like lots of drugs and taking better care of my body for sure but I'm grateful for my anxiety as a teacher it has helped me learn a lot and helped me go through some really hard lessons and I'm grateful for that even if those things were painful, I learned something from them. So that's my number three. Okay, so here's where my list starts to get weird. So number four, um, I'm grateful for those little poems on the tea bags. So if you've ever gotten like, I think it's on Yogi Tea and it's it's on um, just a couple of different tea brands. They have like on the attached to the satchel, there's like a little, you know, thing that you stick on the outside of your mug. And then on those is little poems. And well, you, you, I think they're usually quotes, but like <laughs> Wolf Emerson or what's his name? Emerson quotes or Elizabeth Dickinson or whatever. Um, Emily Dickinson. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I don't know anyone's name, but um, I'm really grateful for those because those are bring those bring me a little moment of joy in my day where I go to drink my beautiful special tea 
and have a relaxing moment and I can reflect upon something or just have a moment to smile or think about some um, element of my life. So that's what my number four is. Number five is my daily walks. So I've been going on daily walks for about two years now. But recently I started, I have this app on my phone. It's called Done. Um, It's free, I think. Yeah, it's free. Um, Or it's like 99 cents or something like that. But anyway, I have this app and you can track stuff on it, like habits that you're trying to build or habits that you're trying to stop. So if you're like, oh, I don't want to eat sugar. So you could count how many days that you haven't had sugar for in the app. Um, And I'm using it to track just like um, things that I want to do every day um, for my business and for myself. And I started tracking in my phone the walks and it's been, let's see. Oh, I can't check because I'm recording on the phone, duh. But um, I think it is like 30 something days that I've gone for an hour long walk and Um, and I've done it pretty much every other day for two years too, but it's really fun for me to track it in my phone so I can see every day like, oh my gosh, there's been that many days in a row where I've gone for a walk and that's like my favorite time of day. I love to just have time with my thoughts or listen to a podcast. Last week, um, I did talk about being in nature without music or or things that you're like listening to. So I'm trying to do that more. But when I walk around my neighborhood, I like to listen to a podcast or like audible books and just um, audio books and just like learn something. And it's, you know, um, oftentimes I'll be like listening and I'm also thinking about something else. And I think when I was younger, I would feel really bad for this. Like I would always just like struggle with reading and stuff like that because I was thinking too much in my head. And as I started to develop my psychic skills, I was able to realize, oh, this is something I can do where I can think multiple thought patterns at once and because of that that could be maybe thought of as like ADD or whatever or you're distracted um and yes definitely but it's also can be I think utilized um as a powerful tool so once I was able to acknowledge that I could think multiple thought patterns at once I was able to use those streams of thought consciousness to then tap into my spirit guides or angels or whatever I'm trying to connect with um, psychically and those energies could communicate through those thought patterns so it's like I have um, if I were to explain it in a way that makes sense to you if you were to use like garage band or something like that um and there's like multiple recordings like you have a audio track and then there's music and then there's chimes and bells and um like backup vocals like those all have their own little tracks 
but they could be um, isolated to where you just hear the clap that goes with the rest of the beat. So if that makes sense to you as an example, that's kind of how I view my thought patterns. So sometimes I can tap into certain waves of thinking. So anyway, just want to share that, I guess. (laughs) So I hope that's um, interesting to you. But I am grateful for my daily walks because they give me time to think they give me time to feel and I just love being out in nature and observing and and it's a really fun experience for me to go around to different areas like right now I'm recording this podcast I'm in Sonoma which is a little bit far out but um super beautiful And I shared some of these images of these buildings. They're like these old government buildings um, on my Instagram when we did the Halloween special talking about the back rooms. And I'm parked there because it's my new obsession. And after I record, I'm going to go walk around and check it out. And it's a gloomy day. It's it's not misty, but it feels like... um, cloud heavy and just so beautiful um I'm a gloomy doomy weather type of girl so that's my favorite weather so I'm gonna walk around here and it makes me so happy that I get to explore and living where I've lived the last two years I've been in kind of like far out Santa Rosa so there's lots of good hiking around here and I'm just really grateful for that because especially during the beginning of the pandemic where everything was shut down. I was really grateful to be able to get out in nature and like just have something to do other than be in my house, but also to have a place to clear energy and to feel good and to be alone too. Cause like I went from living alone to living with my sibling and to seeing them like twice a year to living with them and being with them constantly (laughs) so it's kind of a big test for me um so I was really grateful for the walks that's when I started doing I was at the beginning of the pandemic going on like three walks a day just (laughs) get out of the house um so I'm really grateful for that habit that has been built upon necessity in the beginning just for my mental stability and it now has become like this my favorite part of the day like something I look forward to I also used to um before I moved up here to Sonoma County I used to do dog walking and so I'd walk dogs all day shout out to the all those dogs they were absolutely my favorite um especially this one dog Piper she was like a mini white pit bull mix and I'd walk her twice a day sometimes and I think that's when the walking obsession started for me. And anytime I visit New York too, I just love it so much because you can walk everywhere. And and um, it's funny because I, I don't get tired with walking. Like I could just walk for hours and, I, and if I had the right shoes on, I'm totally happy. So it really helps me clear my head and I'm really grateful for the space to do that. I'm grateful for um, the time to do that and the dedication I have put in for myself 
to make sure that happens every day. So number six is actually podcast YouTube and audiobooks, which went along with the podcasts. Uh, I mean, with the daily walks, like listening to my podcasts, I'm really grateful for that. Um, because like I said before, sometimes I get distracted and have these other thoughts overlaid on the thoughts I'm trying to focus on. It's easy to trail off or, um, lose your train of thought. So I'm really grateful for things like YouTube and podcasts where you can listen to stuff where you can intake it while you're doing something else like going on a walk. Because when I was younger, trying to read got really difficult for me. And I feel like I didn't get to take in as much information. And for me, it's so much easier for me to process stuff while listening. And I can listen again and I can go back and I can review. Um, So I'm really grateful for like being able to take in all that information that way. I love reading for like reference books. Like I have a thousand different like personal development, spiritual healing type of books, but that's not like a cover to cover novel. It's like I read bits at a time that I need and then I can digest them. And so for me, when it's like something that's like a storyline, I think it can be really helpful for me to process it audit like um, audibly. So I'm really grateful for like that technology so I can take in more information and learn things and it just helps me understand things more clearly to have someone express them to me. I think also in terms of like spiritual content, I'm really grateful for like YouTube and podcasts and things like that. Um, One, like to create my podcast, of course, but also as, as a consumer because I have learned a lot and found a lot of insight and been led down to like synchronicities and um, like memory pathways in my mind from like reading something on the internet, which is so random. But it really is like powerful that we can connect with so many people throughout the world. And some people that I haven't even you know, met, like they haven't done, they don't do private sessions or anything, but I've learned so much through their work because it's helped me remember things about my own psychic abilities. So it is my intention to be that person, people, that person for other people to be able to share my work, my thoughts, my feelings, my energy, my vibration so that Um, I can help other people on their spiritual awakening, on their path to personal development, on their path to understanding themselves, um, on their path to healing, whatever leads you down the road to enlightenment. And of course, we'll never get there in this lifetime. This is about earthly experience and not about transcending our bodies But we're all on the train, I guess, to enlightenment is more like it. We'll get there eventually. So, yeah, I'm really grateful for that format and my brain's ability to process it um, easier. So, another thing, number seven, I'm grateful for magic and for synchronicity 
I'm grateful for all of those amazing things that show up in my life. So I thought about this in reflection to like YouTube and podcasts like, oh, just finding this random video that's like totally about what just happened in my um, meditation last night, but also all the beautiful synchronicities that I see in my daily life and being able to communicate um, with the etheric realms. I'm really grateful for that. And being able to see into experiences and to be able to hold both the present moment. I'm here, I'm alive, I'm human, but I'm also seeing into all realms of existence at once. So I'm grateful for the multidimensional experience that is my life. So yes. Number eight, I'm grateful for my mom and dad. So this is where I felt like I had to be obligatory. Um, But I actually am, you know, so grateful for them, of course. Like, they brought me into this world. And, um, you know, I'm learning so much from them. Whether that is difficult or easy, determined by the day. But I am really grateful for being here in this experience and I wouldn't be here in this experience without my family so I'm really grateful for them and I'm also going to be moving as I said at the beginning of the podcast I'm going to be using my parents studio space again um their garage aka their garage is going to be my studio space which I've done in the past um when I lived there um a couple years ago and now I'm moving to a house pretty close to their home so I'm going to be using their studio space or their garage again as my studio space and of course that can bring up stress because it's quite chaotic in there and um, I'm gonna have like my work cut out for me But I also am having my cousin build me like a little wall area so I can have my own little space within their space so I don't have to worry about um, what everything looks like in the rest of the garage, which is going to be really awesome for me. So I'm grateful for my parents for letting me do that and for my cousin, of course, for actually building it because I don't know how to do those things. So I'm really grateful for that space to create my art and to hold all my sacred um, random things that I need. (laughs) And um, yes, so I'm so grateful. So number nine, which is like the most random is I'm grateful for like pastries, like not even for me to eat necessarily. Um, but just like those places where you go and they have like a glass case and there's all those different like fruit tarts and things like that. I don't even really like the way those taste, but I am grateful for them because for some reason they bring me a lot of joy to see like the beauty of the pastries that these people uh, create And when I lived in Oakland, I used to go to this one coffee shop all the time. And they had like a bakery on one side and it had tons of different fancy pastries. And that was like one of my favorite things just to look at them. Um, I would always get 
Queenamons. I don't know if that's how you say them. They're so amazing. But um, I'm mainly talking about like the weird princess cakes and the weird gelatinous things. Um, it was just like a joy for me to look at them. And then I also remember when I was traveling in Guatemala, there was lots of different places like that that had like different um, like bakeries and pastry shops and it was just my favorite thing to walk on the beautiful streets um and this was Antigua so it was all kind of like cobblestone looked very old um in comparison to the U.S. and being able to see these little window shops and all the different cakes and treats and stuff um I'm grateful for that just because those bring me beautiful memories and I love to imagine like scenarios where I would go and buy these cakes for some specific reason. So for me, it would allow for like fun play and fantasy in my mind of like being able to celebrate my accomplishments with fancy treats. So... (laughs) That's my number nine. My number 10 is quilts. So this is where we start getting weird. <laughs> um, but I'm really grateful for that, for quilts and like that, that art. And it just brought me a lot of memories, um, thinking about that, of creating a quilt like with my grandma as a kid. And it was like for some school project, um, but I had that memory pop up in my mind and I and then I also remember going to the fair in the summertime and there would be like competitions for like best pie and things like that and there would be like a quilt competition and I'd always love to go look at the quilts so I'm grateful for quilts because it brought me again those beautiful memories um Number 11 is I'm grateful for TikTok Um, and specifically this one TikTok that I saw because it made me laugh really hard. Um, This was like last week around Thanksgiving where this guy bought like a pre-made little carved turkey made out of butter and he uh, said he was going to go to his family, his, like, uh, girlfriend's family's Thanksgiving and, like, tell them that he made the butter turkey sculpture. And I'm just grateful for seeing that TikTok because it brought me, um, joy and made me laugh and it made me, like, think about it even a week later. So I'm grateful for, like people expressing themselves on the internet even if it's the most silly thing like that butter sculpture all the way to people sharing their deepest feelings and then again to the people sharing all their spiritual content to help awaken everyone else so that they can remember that we are intuitive we are all intuitive so I'm really grateful for TikTok (laughs) Um, Number 12, I'm grateful for my creativity and thinking about that because for me, it's easy sometimes to tap into 
the arts and being creative and coming up with ideas and um, creating scenarios. And I know for certain people that is a difficult task and that's something that they would want to learn or they would want to have like more energy of and that's something that I just naturally connect with and so I'm grateful for that because it's really easy for me to see um into the future or see into all the possibilities and to be able to use that and apply that energy is hard for people so I'm grateful that it's easy for me because it's easy to take it for granted because I don't you know I'm not other people so I don't realize oh this isn't something that's natural and easy for everyone like I couldn't play a piano on the piano but someone else that's the easiest thing in the world so I have to you know acknowledge that so I I am grateful for my creativity And number 13, I'm grateful for my home and my new home. So I'm moving, like I said, and I'm grateful for it finally happening. I've been waiting and waiting and I applied for a lot of different houses and I finally got got into a spot. And so I'm really grateful for being able to switch my perspective, switch my point of view and be in a new energy and see what wants to come up through that place. I also am going to be living near a cemetery, which I'm really excited about because I love to walk around there. And I'm going to be able to walk there from my house. I don't even have to drive. So I'm really grateful for that because my house now is pretty far out. So I have to drive to go to a lot of different places and my new place, I'm going to be able to walk and like get food and stuff. So I'm really grateful for that. Number 14, I'm really grateful for trees and for water and for foggy mornings. So being able to just connect with nature, I'm so grateful for that. Number 15 is I'm grateful for psychic development. Um, Like I said before, energy healing and Reiki basically helped heal me and and helped really bring me on a different path and shift my life completely. And so I'm always eternally grateful for psychic development and for number 16, which is Reiki, because it shifted everything for me and it continues to do so and with Reiki I'm really grateful for such a powerful modality because it helped me remember my own gifts it helped me connect and feel comfortable you know connecting with my mediumship and things like that but it also is a gift that keeps giving like I'm able to give myself Reiki whenever I need or feel the need for I'm able to support myself I'm able to bring physical, mental, and emotional healing to myself. And I'm also able to share that gift with people and to be able to teach others. But also one of the most magical, powerful, beautiful things about Reiki is 
when you send Reiki out, you also receive it. So anytime I'm working on clients, I'm also receiving an upgrade. I'm also receiving healing. And so I think it's a beautiful reminder that when you give, you don't need to deplete yourself. When you're giving, 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 it's easy to use all your energy up. And knowing that Reiki comes from a place of unconditional, endless, universal source. And so there is no depletion. There is no end. And so I can give everything without taking it away from myself. So knowing that that is a possibility for all things. That just because I have something doesn't mean someone else doesn't have to have it too. We are both allowed to succeed or be happy or it's not a competition. It's all those reminders of there's room for everyone. And that's what I'm so in awe with Reiki about. So I'm very grateful for Reiki. Lastly, number 17, number 17. So I hope these reflections were interesting to you and helped you see how how your list could look. So number 17, I'm grateful for my star experiences, being able to connect with cosmic energy. I'm really grateful for that. I've seen a lot of interesting things in the sky and I'm grateful for being able to see the stars at my current house and at my new house for sure. Um, because I've been able to see and learn and have connections in, um, awareness that I might not have if I didn't have the, like, time and place to look up, to investigate, to see more. And I'm grateful for these energies for making themselves known to me. Um, I had a lot of fear around this growing up and there's a lot more to say about it, but I'm really grateful to be able to connect with my star, family, cosmic energy so that I've been able to remember a lot of stuff that I forgot about and to begin healing a lot of stuff that I forgot about and to be able to activate my healing capabilities even stronger with these memories from past lives and parallel lives and this current experience where I was connected with the cosmos and cosmic energy beings. So I'm really grateful for that awareness and these very trippy wild experiences I've been having because it helped me release a lot of fear release a ton of fear and it's also helping me within my ability to do accurate readings to be able to get psychic information I'm able to tap into a lot of different frequencies that I wasn't even aware of before so I'm grateful for those experiences I want to do an episode just talking all about it so eventually we will um But yeah, grateful for my UFO and 
star ET experiences. <laughs> and yes, so that is my list. That is my list of 17 things I am grateful for and some reflections upon those things. So I hope that was enlightening for you. Okay, y'all. So to close out the episode, I want to remind you to make those lists. When you make your second list of 17 things you want to see in your life in the next year, and you can go back to last week's episode to um, hear more in depth about the description of this assignment. But once you make that second list, I just invite you to jot down a few things in your journal alongside that list of actionable steps you can take to start bringing those things into your life. So if you want to develop your psychic awareness further, what are three things you could do? One, start or continue your meditation practice, for example. Two, you could do a um, healing session or reading with a practitioner or even sign up for a class. And three, perhaps um, connecting with a new tool. So if you want to play around with tarot cards or a pendulum or crystals or runes, finding a tool that resonates with you to play around with those abilities. If you want to see more um, love in your life, like you want a relationship in the next um, year, maybe you should do things like go on a date. <laughs> maybe you should do things like leave your house. <laughs> maybe you should do things like, I don't know, go on a dating site or t find people in your life that maybe want to set you up with someone. Like you got to be open and um, out about it. You can't just be like wanting a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever um, and never leave your house and you just expect them to walk into your living room or something. So you have to take actionable steps. If you want a raise in your job, you maybe you need to schedule a conversation with your boss. Maybe you need to, um, I don't know. I've never had a job where I needed to ask for a raise before. So I don't know the actionable steps for that. But <laughs> start looking into them. Um, start having conversations with people who might have those answers for you. Doing research, finding out the answers. Um, and not being afraid to take those actionable steps instead of just thinking about it. You could create a beautiful vision board with images and stuff if you want to do that as well. Take it to the next level. Put that up on your wall and look at that every day. But you also need to start taking these steps. So everything doesn't happen all at once. So I would write three or four things that you could do to start bringing those things forward in your life. And then we're going to do an exercise next week together to um, use kind of like energy to bring those things forward with manifestation. So 
manifestation doesn't just happen out of the blue you have to take action so you're you're gonna be doing the um, footwork and I can help assist you to learn how to do the spirit work so that is your assignment and if you haven't done it already and you can continue to expand on it if you did part of it before the other thing I would love to have you do is we're going to be talking about past lives quite a bit in the next month. So I have a couple of episodes planned for January all around the theme of past lives and the Akashic Records going more deep into it and talking also about um, life on other planets and some weird esoteric concepts like that but I want you to start thinking about your past lives so I have some awesome meditations on my website and on YouTube if you want to play around with that um, connect with the Akashic Records or with um, star memories activation cosmic activations I have awesome awesome uh, things free things and things for purchase if you're interested in doing this um, with assistance. And of course, you can always book a reading if you want to dive deep into it or a journey session if you want to experience it firsthand. But what I want to do to kind of prepare you for some of these conversations and for some of this activation, my intention is to activate us to remember these past experiences so that we can clear them from our energy field or so that we can like merge with them and utilize them in this lifetime so um I would like us to do a little fun exercise centered around this just to get us thinking just to get us thinking so a fun way that I like to communicate with spirit is through music and through film or movies or tv shows like a way that we can receive like synchronicities and confirmation um kind of like when i talked about the books and stuff on the grateful list um a lot of times media and things like that can bring up memories or just allow things to click a little bit more clearly um and just have examples and sometimes that is like a storyline that's telling you that sometimes that's just like the energy the color the visual imagery of the film and sometimes that is the dialogue the conversations that the people are having if it's music maybe you have that feeling from the the beat or the the tones in the song or even the lyrics, the storyline, the visual imagery in a music video, all that stuff, it really connects back to that archetypal energy of these representations come up again and again and again, um, that we all as humans remember that symbology, that language of symbols we've talked about before, we're able to connect with those things and sometimes the dialogue can help us 
realize conversations that we've had or allow us to see conversations that we'd like to have, allow us to see where we might have been hiding from our feelings or denying our feelings. Um, I think this is why a lot of times they talk about like representation in film and media, like being able to see people that reflect yourself back to you. And that can be visually like someone that looks like you. They got the same skin color as you or the same body type or um, like even just sexuality as well. Being able to see relationships um, on screen and dynamics. Sometimes that can help us realize to negative situations where we might have been in where we had the wool pulled over our eyes or we were still in that frame of innocence as a child or as youth or even in adulthood but not being able to see the negativity in the situation maybe a film or a movie can help remind you of that like you're watching it and you're like oh wow my ex-boyfriend was really like that guy I guess he was the villain (laughs) being able to recognize situations um and have them be displayed out to you and then of course this can be also more fantastical being able to see ideas of magic and um like time travel and all these sorts of uh concepts that are just concepts to us in this reality um being able to see them represented through a movie might allow you to expand your mind a little bit to the possibilities of what is real like if you're um you know why do you think so many fucking kids my age um who loved harry potter and sabrina the teenage witch and charmed and whatever are we're all fucking witches now it's because we were shown that um possibility as shot as children and i think some christian warriors might be like that is the devil's work um getting you to go down that that path of destruction but truly i think it is um that was kind of a joke but truly i think it is the possibility being able to see the possibility like watching a movie where someone is an artist or a writer and they have this fantastic life like sometimes that might be unrealistic like they've got high budgets and whatever like the people in friends the tv show they definitely could not have afforded afford those apartments just working at a coffee shop but i it allows you to dream further like i as a kid too like going to movies like i remember seeing center stage i remember seeing bring it on and blue crush those three movies specifically like after watching those movies like thinking i am the character now like that playfulness um that you feel as a child being able to kind of take that idea and not just like you know mold yourself to other people's personalities but to see things reflected in the movie those are um of like aspects of yourself that you forgot about or like things that you want to be better at like being able to strive towards it so if you see a relationship on screen and you're like oh I really would love a relationship like that it's not like oh, I'm going to break up with my partner and I'm seeking the 
um, fisherman by the sea from this movie, like (laughs) it's seeking the dynamic of that relationship. So you could still be in the relationship you are now, but just taking in those um, positive aspects, being able to have them modeled to you and be able to learn things about like the social dynamics of humans through film and movies and stuff. But yeah, when I watched Blue Crush, I was like, I'm a surfer now. Um, (laughs) Never fucking surfed in my life. But I felt that energy. I felt that vibration. Like if you watch Star Wars too, like being like, yes, I am the Jedi. Like I can literally levitate. Um, It's being able to go with that like imaginative magic of the mind that we're able to display through the art of movies and music. So your assignment, your assignment, (laughs) your assignment is to ask your spirit guides or your spirit team, however you want to refer to them as, to give you a movie or a TV show to watch. So we're going to do this through the fun that is streaming. So if you have Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or whatever, HBO, there's a thousand streaming platforms. If you don't have streaming, you could do this on YouTube um, and just ask them to guide you to a movie or a TV show or um, like a YouTube video or something that is going to give you guidance and clarity connected to a past life being able to bring you past life memory through this show so all you're gonna do is you're gonna follow your intuition so say you open hulu and you're like just scroll through until you feel this is the right show this is the right episode this is the right movie i don't want you to try too hard even if you want you could like close your eyes and pick a random one and then you're gonna watch it and you're just gonna see what comes up even if it's episode 10 and you've never seen the show before you don't know what's going on you're just gonna observe the show taking note of all the information what are the different characters how and then once you watch it just take note of how maybe those things are somehow connected to you. So maybe you're going to get shown a show about time travel, or maybe they're going to show you a historical drama of, um, of like English countryside in the 1800s, or maybe you're going to be watching Hunger Games, like who knows? Um, what it's going to be for you but there's going to be some resonance there so what you're going to be tuning into just the way it makes you feel maybe there's some fear that comes up around it and maybe that's showing you oh there's something that wants to clear from this lifetime or maybe it's just great joy and beauty that you're taking in and um allowing you to see oh that was something i experienced in that lifetime so What I want you not to do is to take on the literal characters. So you're not going to be like, oh, this story was about like a um, cop who, 
I don't know, a cop or whatever. You're not gonna be like, oh, I was a cop. It's not, it's not so literal. It's seeing what does that cop represent? Oh, it's like, you know, being in control of people or punishing people. Like, um, that could be something that happened to you or you did, you, you did to someone else in a past life. So this is all about just creating strings of information and the point of connecting with past lives overall is not necessarily to remember, oh, it was 1492 and the sun was setting and I was living here and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was this many old, like, it's great to get so much information. But what we really want to remember is the feelings, because the feelings are what still remains inside of our energy body. So that's what we want to clear heal and or integrate so don't be so literal about it but just take note of the situation if it's a movie about um love and um drama and relationships like how does that apply to you like do you have fear of commitment like do you have fear of putting yourself out there what does this movie or show or whatever reflect back to you in your own life so think of this like if this is difficult to think about in a esoteric way think about this in like an English class analyzing type of way I'm gonna watch this and what is what is the greater meaning of this how does that connect to me and my personal thoughts and beliefs and then you can dive back into the past life connection if that becomes too um, confusing. So that's your assignment. I'm excited. I'm going to do it myself and I'll share with you what movie I watched. If anyone wants to share with me their list of gratitude thing of things they're grateful for, please do so. Email me, email me. Again, if you have any questions that I can use for a uh, YouTube video or for a podcast, any themes or topics you'd like me to cover, please email me, grace at gracelinen.com. As always, you can always book a reading or a healing session with me on my website. You know the class is coming up. I gave you all the details, so check the show notes if you would like the links any questions at all any confusion at all just email me if I don't respond right away usually it takes me a little bit to respond um just please be patient and if anything seems to be taking a little too long feel free to send me a dm on instagram and remind me to email you back (laughs) and I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying I got a lot of stuff going on and consistency is my biggest um wound that I am working on currently so that's why I'm doing the meditation challenge that's why I'm doing these weekly podcasts that's why I'm meditating every day that's why I'm doing my walks every day that's why I'm doing the done app thing I was talking about I am trying my best to heal that because in order to be a successful business person, I need to be on my shit. And um, I am 
setting the intention now that that can heal magically, effortlessly, easily, and I don't need to learn any more lessons around that. So I will get back to you, I promise. (laughs) All right, y'all, I love you and I'll see you next week. Have a wonderful day. Today is the eclipse So enjoy that energy. It's pretty intense. So make sure to take care of yourself and I'll see you next week.